Smith Curve Comedy Network. Da 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 distraction. Da 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 distraction. Da 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 distraction. Distraction, distraction. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Will, the host of Distraction Podcast, the podcast where I teach you about some little thing you've always known about, but you didn't know where it came from or all the details behind its history. And tonight, we have a suggestion from Lou Harry who wants to know, why did it take so long for them to add wheels to luggage? So tonight, I'm going to teach you about how wheels were added to luggage for the very first time. So it was actually about 50 years ago. In 1970, a man named Bernard Sato, he was the vice president at a Massachusetts company that made luggage and coats. And he is credited with creating the first rolling luggage. Now, before that, in the 60s... Hey, 60- man. Hey, what, what's going on? You talking about my luggage, man? Are you, are you Bernard Sato? Yeah, I'm, I'm Bernard wow. Sato, man. You're like 95 years old. You, you remind me of, uh, of Cheech Marin or, or Tommy Chong. Yeah, Tommy Chong, man. We and him would get along real good, you know? <laughs> you, you and Tommy Chong hung out in the, in the 70s when you invented yeah. rolling luggage? Yeah, man. He had some hard time getting his bag full of weed crowded across <laughs> that uh, airport security. And I said, uh, hey, man, why don't you just put the wheels on it? So man. you invented the luggage because you wanted to help Tommy Chong uh traffic marijuana in a suitcase it's not really trafficking man you know you had a back problem right and he couldn't he couldn't drag that 50 pound suitcase 50 pounds is not a lot right but he's a frail dude and he always yeah. has been. he didn't have upper body strength is all he lifted up were doobies nah, you like. should see his toes though they're real strong <laughs> i don't want to see Tommy chucks bernard l- listen hey since you're here it's really exciting that you're here you're the inventor of rolling luggage how about you just hang out and and if you have anything to like clarify or correct in my story please feel free to chime in all right man i'll be sitting right here you got a lighter (laughs) you can't smoke weed you can't smoke weed in the studio man i just had some cigarettes but that's cool yeah that's fine as long as you smoked them out back it's okay you can smoke out back but you can't this is a drug-free facility so please don't please don't smoke marijuana all right okay so uh, anyway as i was saying uh bernard here who apparently loves weed this is a piece i didn't know which that's cool to have him here in 1970, he was coming home from a vacation with his family from Aruba, and they had a lot of, like, big luggage. Heavy now, hold on. I got to tell you real quick. That wasn't <laughs> – we didn't come out from Aruba. We came straight out of Jamaica, man. <laughs> oh, well, that's kind of like uh, the uh, the Beach Boys song. Yeah, They're they, close together, right? That's true. They got to ride in order based off of distance. It goes Aruba, Jamaica, and then there's an island called Uawanana. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, man. That's, see, look, we're getting a lot of lessons yeah. today. Uh, I, did, I thought that was, ooh, I want to take you. I thought that was the lyric, but you're telling me there's Oh, an, that's I, the port. That's the port there. There's the island called Ooh, I Really Wanna, and then there's the port there on Ooh, I Really Wanna called Ooh, I Wanna Take You. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah man. That's good. They're pretty close together. but they So can... you actually came, it was coming out of Jamaica. So you jumped from Aruba, Jamaica. And yeah, then, you can't oh, literally, it's close. You can jump. Okay. Oh, and it's that close? The islands yeah, are that it's close? it's just a hop and a skip, man. It's just a, literally a hop and a skip. Okay, yeah. Bernard, thank you very much. Uh, that's great geo- geographical clarification on this story. But still, even with the hop and a jump, his luggage was so heavy and so burdensome to him. Uh, he, was, he was sweating. His family was upset. And then he saw a guy rolling heavy machinery on a wheeled skid through the airport. And it dawned oh, on him. Like, one more thing real quick. One more thing real quick. He wasn't rolling no machinery. He was rolling a fat doobie. <laughs> no. 
Yeah, no. man, I'm telling you, we what were in Jamaica. <laughs> Ooh, I want to roll it. And they was rolling it up. Is that, I guess the airport rules were a little different, especially, I guess, in the Caribbean. Yeah, they, all they got some little puddles. We call them puddle scoopers. Yeah, puddle scoopers. Yeah, that's a plane, that, right? That's a plane. Oh, that's a plane. plane. With, the, with the little skis on the bottom. So you're telling me that there was a an airport worker rolling such a burdensome doobie that yeah. he needed a wheeled skid? Oh, yeah, he couldn't. That's a, he couldn't that's, a, that's a carrot top, like, well, comedy prop-esque size doobie. That, no, it was so big a doobie, he could he had to wheel himself across Jamaica, Uruba. Oh, I want to take you. <laughs> okay, so you know what I'm saying? he rode the doobie across the islands. He rode it and he rode it. Man, that it. sounds like a Bob Marley song. I want to ride the doobie across the islands. That is an unreleased Bob Marley song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah have you heard it? I have heard that. I'm friends with all of the whalers, uh, well, including Gordy Howe. Wow, Gordy Howe. Rarely you hear Gordy Howe brought up when you talk about the whalers. Hey, Hartford's a good place to be, man. Would you mind? Uh, would you mind if, since you know it, uh, singing a few bars from "Ride the Doobie Across the Islands"? Oh, sure. It goes. <clears throat> Ride the doobie across that island. Yeah, you know we're gonna get real high, man. Your luggage ain't got no wheels at all. <laughs> Not stop. Are you telling me this song just coincidentally had luggage like the idea for luggage wheels inside of the song? Now I I have to ask, did you actually have the idea for luggage wheels, or are you just remembering the unreleased Bob Mar- Bob Marley song? Oh man, I helped the- Bob get him across the island, you know, and I was like, why don't we put some wheels on it? And he said, that's a good idea. And you know what? It's such a good idea. I'm going to write a song about it. And I said, you know, you just got to credit your old your old man in there. <laughs> so your credit was getting to put, like, literally make rolling luggage. Yeah, but then the song never came out, and then Bob died, and then they found a bunch of new species of lice. So. Okay, thank you. Well, that's a very fascinating. And that's details that are rarely ever mentioned in the history of how wheels were added to yeah, luggage. I'm going to go take a nap. Okay, that's fine. Uh, just there's a there's a little uh, futon back there in the corner of the studio. You can uh, lay there, and if All anything right. you hear something, feel free to pop yeah, up. I talk to you soon. And so uh, when when Bernard Sadow, uh, the gentleman who we've been talking to, got back from the vacation uh, after seeing this wheel skid, he took the casters off a wardrobe a wardrobe trunk, like those big uh, like costume trunks. He took them off and he mounted them to a big travel suitcase. Now, remember, he was working for a luggage and coat company at the time. And he all he did was put a strap on it to pull it. And so the original rolling suitcases rolled from the bottom of the case where the hinge is. And not like how we see them standing up. This is, this is part of the story that will come later. You're welcome. What? Who are you? Me thunk. You thunk? Me thunk. Me invent wheel. Oh, you're the you're a caveman. Why me no get credit? I didn't. Well, I don't think that we had the the recorded history to give you credit. Man, smoke plant. He yeah. get credit. Right. Me make wheel. Me get bupkis. You know what? This is a this podcast. Is yeah, this is me, Richard Bupkis. <laughs> With, I, I didn't. Richard he get, I didn't. Uh, oh my gosh, we're already teaching him how to speak grammatically correct. It's a. This is good for you and for me. I did. Thunk the caveman invented the wheel. Richard Bupkis is here. I've always wondered where that phrase came from. This is great. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just, you know, you didn't get a chance. I'm here. I am. Just have at it, bud. Too late. Thunder stolen. All right. I'll. <laughs> 
Now, Dick Bupkiss and uh, can I call you Dick? Oh, please. All right. Call it whatever you want. I didn't expect to get Dick Bupkiss today, honestly. I honestly have to say that. And uh, Thunk, it's not, thank you for clarifying. You invented the wheel. That's the most important thing. The wheel has been added to so many different things through him, human history. It ultimately changed the way that we travel and, and uh, civilize ourselves. And Hey, me have your gratitude. Me no have money. <laughs> well, you're going to have to talk to Bernard. He's over there. How about you go wake him up on the futon and see if you can't. Uh... <laughs> yeah, man, leave me alone there. You. I'm just trying to get high a little bit. No, Wait. Hold on, you weren't supposed to be smoking weed. I know, I'm smoking outside, man. Uh. It's me, Richard Bub, because I'm still here. I don't know what's going on. Here. Dick Bub. Yeah, well, that this, caveman and that hippie out there. You were like a celebrity to me, celebrity to me Dick Bubkiss. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I will just let you stick around if you want. You're welcome to like go out, and get a snack, and come back. But what's happening is Thunk the Caveman invented the wheel, mm. and uh, Bernard Sato, who's high on the couch right now, he invented rolling luggage, and Thunk wants credit for that. Is he related to Takuma Sato? I'm sorry? Bernard Sato, is he related to Takuma Sato? No, no, uh, Sato, uh, Sato, no, it's two different names. Sato is spelled S-A-D-A-D-O, or S-A-D-O-W. Oh. So no, no, no relation to the race car driver, Takuma Sato, oh, the, the car driver. Uh, as far as I know, we could ask Bernard. Bernard? Oh, he dead. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, what? Me hit him in head with stick. Funk! I'm in just a deep sleep, man. I'm still <laughs> conscious, but I'm feeling good. Oh, yeah. Okay, you didn't kill him all the way. Me, not, me, one more me time. not very strong. Me 5,000 years old. Hey, thunk, uh, I understand. Hey, Thunk, hit me right here where the jaw connects to my brain. <laughs> okay, hold on, guys. Hold on. Uh, you guys could settle this later. Uh, I'll actually call the lawyer for the podcast to come out, and you guys can compromise, can come to some sort of agreement to see who, how you split future revenues or something off of wheeled luggage. And honestly, wait, wait before you ask for that money, Thunk, because there's more to the story, okay? Me listen. Okay, great. So uh, he created this uh, first set of rolling luggage by taking casters off a wardrobe trunk. And he... Uh, he Excuse to- me! What? Are you telling me who took the casters off my costume trunk? <laughs> are you are you Bernard Sato's wife? I most certainly am. Well, what is oh, your what well, actually you you aren't mentioned in this story by my, name. I think I heard my wife in here. She's here. She's pissed about her trunk that oh, you Shirlena. dismembered 50 years ago. This is my wife, Sherlena. Hi, Sherlena. Let's skip the pleasantries. Well, okay, no pleasantries. Just let it out. I'm, I mean, I, I'm surprised that the Sato family has found us here today. But, uh, Sherlina, please go on. Do you know how challenging it is to move around a wardrobe, a shiffer robe, or a trunk with no caster wheels on the bottom? Yeah, I do. A single fur might not be that heavy, but a trunk full of furs and my pearls... I can barely move it about. You know what's crazy is you must have been very successful as the vice president of that luggage and coat company in order to have provided Sherlina with all of that fancy stuff. Hey, man, she came with all that stuff. I got lucky to get into that family, you know what I mean? Oh, you mean she was the rich one? Oh, she invented pearls, baby. Oh, did she? Yeah, she took a clam and smashed it real hard, and all of a sudden there was a pearl in there. You you invented pearls, Shirley? <laughs> I did. Used to. Clams would just chew on sand. And I said, if you're going to chew it, do something with it. 
<laughs> you know who you might be interested in meeting, and I don't know how your relationship is, but there is a guy named Thunk who I think is uh, around still somewhere who loves smashing stuff too. He tried to br- bash your husband's skull in. You guys sound like the perfect fit. Like you have the same similar talent. Yeah, come on, baby. I'll take you out there and meet you. Bernard, you stay here. My will. Uh, see you, Sherlina. All right. Uh, Bernard, uh, what a lovely, uh, well, probably future ex-wife you had. Uh, so he tried to sell this uh, prototype rolling luggage to a lot of different department stores. And you would be surprised, despite the fact that it makes carrying luggage and suitcases so much easier, many department stores turned him down. Uh, like what you would you would think uh, uh, that the the consumer department stores would definitely pick this up because it was such a cool innovation. But what ended up happening is it took a little while, and eventually Macy's picked up uh, the luggage, and they started marketing it as the luggage that glides. So, yeah, good luck with that. Who are you? My name's John Corbin Penny. John Corbin Penny. You might know me better as JC. Uh. Shaze from the no JC Penny. Oh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. No one's disputing that. You know who else is an idiot? Who? Someone who thinks people need wheels for their luggage. Why? It makes carrying your stuff so much easier when you travel. If you can't lift it, you shouldn't have it. It's the way God intended. You know what? That's exactly what they said to Bernard Sato. That's were- what we said, William. We. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> Do you need? Are you lost, sir, ma'am? Well, I heard somebody say that if you can't carry a luggage, you shouldn't have one. Uh huh. That's what J.C. Penny is saying. Well, Mr. Penny, I've got a bad back and no knees, and I can't carry a thing. Montgomery, you told me back in 1970 that you also didn't believe in wheels on luggage. Yes, but 1970 was a very different time. Oh, Mr. Ward, Ward. don't change your tune now. <laughs> Montgomery, Montgomery Ward and J.C. Penny have an all-out luggage war right in front of me. This is—I can't believe this. You know who I met earlier? Dick Bubkiss. Dick Bubkiss. I played football with that gentleman. Oh, man. I can't believe I bet Bubkiss and Ward were a dynamic duo. Oh, no. He's out in the hallway. Why don't you go uh, catch it? up with Dick, uh, with Dick and uh, J.C. Penny, uh, Mr. Mr. Penny. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, that actually is illuminating to hear from the voice of a department store that didn't pick up the rolling luggage because that's what Mr. Sato said. That 1970, department stores felt like Having wheels on luggage was effeminate and dainty and macho people, people who wanted to prove that they had strength, uh, only wanted to carry their luggage. They thought that wheeled luggage was not appealing to men. In 1970... Why are you telling me what I know, William? I just said it! Because the people I'm telling... I'm, this is a podcast for people. I'm well, I don't know what a podcast is. You well, realize clearly. how old I was in 1970? If I'm still here, I can't even do the math to how old I am. But let's just say I've been collecting Social Security for several decades. You have, yeah. And I'm amazed. Like, all of the people involved in the story seem to be in amazing shape for their age. For <laughs> oh, their- well, don't be too like impressed. I'm going to go back into the back and die. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot, of, a lot of people have come into my studio to die today. Uh, just please don't do it here. I don't want to have to be responsible. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. J- you know what? That's actually a great metaphor for actual JCPenney's. I don't think it's doing well. I think JCPenney, the department store itself, is actually dying. Um, 
So Macy's picked this up. They marketed it as luggage that glides. And so he had a patent for rolling luggage by 1972. But like I said, I tried to make it glide and it broke. Took it through the airport and no, I ain't got no luggage. Oh, is this l- oh boy, what happened to my suitcase with wheels? Is that Lenny Kravitz? I'm Macy Gray. Oh, shit. God damn. <laughs> I will see myself <laughs> out. <laughs> I offended Macy Gray by calling her Lenny Kravitz. And now, I mean, that is, that's really bad. Uh, uh, yeah. I hope you don't hate me for that. It was, a, it was an honest mistake, really. I hate you and I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah, a rare hatred for Macy Gray. She's always usually so sweet. Um, so he had the patent in 1972 and obviously airplanes by that time had decisively replaced trains, but the reason why wheeled luggage did not become popular until that late in the game after airline travel had been around for 30 years, uh, as a commercial entity is because there were things, uh, that people did that. First of all, rich people were the only ones who could really travel. And second of all, they had uh, these tenants who tended to your luggage and these people were called, oh, I, I'm going to tell you what they're called right here. Porters. I had to even look at my notes for that. There were porters responsible for carrying rich people's luggage. And therefore, human beings never saw a need in wheels because they did not have to. Travis, Travis, uh, where is my porter? Oh, look, it's a rich person who just yeah. happened to be walking by the cheapest podcast studios in the state of Indiana. Well, yes, you, you have to get through Avon to get to the airport. That's uh, not wrong. Well, I'm looking for my porter, Travis. Have you seen them? He has all of my luggage. There's not been one person named Travis who's come through here. There's been a lot of people through here tonight, but not a Travis. Hey, I'm Travis. God, Travis, you're 30 seconds late, and you know I do not handle that. I'm sorry, Mr. Fitzgerald. I was carrying 200 pounds of your luggage. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Fitzger- Why were you carrying so much luggage, Mr. Fitzgerald? Uh, well, it's full of pearls and rocks. Oh, my God. Yes. You're not going to believe this. I met the lady who invented pearls earlier. Her name is Shirlene uh, Sato. Shirlene? You know Shirlene Sato? Yeah, she was here. She's Bernard Sato's wife. Uh, of course she is. You... Uh, You've met Bernard. Yeah, he's at. He's in the corner right now. Look at him. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Can I put any of this down for a couple seconds? Uh, Travis, you must hold it on the top of your head. Very Do well, sir. Very well. Our gate, you know that. He looks like he's hurting. Yes, Mr. Well, Fitzgerald, just let him put it down if you're going to be here for a second. Uh, no, look at, him, look at the size of his calves. I can't let him just put it down. He they're abnormally to... gross. They're yes, gigantic. Exactly. They, they're I'm toning his calves for, for the calves. They're toned. I mean, they are. I can see clearly the purple blood coursing through those calf veins. There, it's really, it's disgusting, quite frankly. You can see it better because they glisten, because the weight makes me just urinate on myself. And oh, no, blows. there's, he, I didn't even notice the stain. This man has literally peed himself. I, I'm surprised he doesn't have a prolapsed anus. Calf strains. Gu- guilty as charged on that oh, one, no. too. Is that why your pants, your shorts are extra long? Are they contain? 
to contain the anus. There's also another pair of pants under it to kind of keep it all together. Oh God, Cal- he's, he's got he's got porter spanks on. Calvus strains, <laughs> anal prolapses, and external urination make for the best luggage travelers. <laughs> uh, okay. No. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> oh no. Oh dear. Travis is dead. <laughs> oh. He's died. Oh, no. This is the second person who's died. B- Bernard. Uh, he's in the corner. Uh, Bernard. Could you come uh, put some wheels on Travis? Oh, man, he, uh, he didn't carry a bag yeah. over here, man. Out. You are inhumane. You're oh, disgusting. Yeah. I don't, why, why does every rich person have to be horrific morally? I just I don't understand it. Travis didn't have to die in his porter spanks and like peeing on himself. This is so disgusting. Oh, I apologize. And now, but not uh, help me drag Travis away. <laughs> get out! Get out! <laughs> he added wheels to Travis so fast. Where did he take? Where did he get those wheels from? What? Oh God! My uh, my soundboard has no wheels on it now. How am I supposed to move it around? This guy. Always tinkering around with other stuff. Now I understand why his wife was so pissed. I feel like a Charlene right now. All right, so uh, Mr. Sadow uh, made this luggage that only rolled from the bottom, and it was very popular for a while until 1987. And so he had he had a lock on the market when Robert Plath, who was a Northwest Airlines 747 pilot, and he tinkered at home, but he wasn't like a professional like Bernard. He created... The long-handled upright gliding suitcase. So he put the wheels at the at kind of the the short bottom of the case and had the uh, handle that went up so he could slide the the more uh, upright version of the suitcase around the airport. And he did that at home just by tinkering. And when people saw him rolling that through the airport, they were all amazed. Their jaws hit the floor. They're like, "Where do you get something like that? I must have it." And so Robert Plath started his own company where he made the ro- the rollerboards is what it's called. It's called rollerboards. I bet you didn't know that. The suitcases that roll up right are called rollerboards. And he created this company, rollerboards company, and uh, marketed them, and they flew off the shelves. And uh, to this day... Well, that was the problem. I'm sorry. Who are you? Hi, my name's Steve. I was partners with Robert, rollerboard... Were you part? Yeah, Rollerboards and uh, Travel Pro International was the company that eventually became. So you're part of that. Well, I was. What happened? They flew off the shelves. <laughs> well, that you mean that wasn't a metaphor for just they sold quickly? No, when you read that on the internet, that's what happened. We put the boards on there, but the problem is, like we thought, you don't want to make it too heavy, right? So we didn't use four screws. Uh-huh. We just used one screw on the middle. So then it would, you put it up on the shelf, but if they would fall over, that, that board would turn sideways, and it basically looked like a tiny little plane, and it would fly off the shelves, and it basically kamikaze people walking by through the store. Holy shit. So, so you're walking through a, a, a J.C. Penney or a Montgomery Ward or a Macy's or any of these places, and all of a sudden, a little kamikaze uh, luggage tries to kill you. Oh, my hey, God. Hey, mister? Yeah. yeah. My, my name's Tywell. Uh, Are you lost, little boy? Can I help you? Is your mom is your mom somewhere? Well, uh, um, I'm I'm a big fan of aviation. And, <laughs> yeah, um, I guess we have to go through Avon to get to the airport. So, <laughs> lots uh, of people coming I, this way. Makes sense. I, I call it Avon Nation. Uh huh. Um, I'm I'm looking for a balsa wood plane airplane kit, and 
Um, I heard that you got did you, um, did you some transport that made you just fly off the shelves. Wait a second, that's brilliant. What? If I r- repurpose these faulty luggages, I can make little kid planes. Yeah, I would buy several of them as as long as um they were very cheap. How do you have money? I don't. Well, how are you going to buy them? But that's why they need to be cheap. Well, I know you said you buy several. Can they be cheap, Steve? Can they be cheap enough for this kid with no money to buy them? I hope it's made out of balsa wood. No, it's not made out of balsa wood. Well, it's made I out know. of like stuff this that you This kid make got abandoned at a Pinewood Derby, and here he is looking for a new dad. I think. <laughs> Are you? Would you think you'd be willing to? Uh, what's your name, Tyler? Little yeah, Tyler. Tyler Wright. Tyler Wright. Oh. Oh my, are you uh, are you descendant of uh, of the famous brothers who invented aircraft? Oh uh, yeah, they're my um great 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 grandpa's. Grandpa's? <laughs> yeah, there was a mix there between a, a P and an M. Oh, was there something we didn't know about the Wright brothers? Were they? They're my grandpa grandpa's. <laughs> Were the Wright brothers hermaphroditic incestuous soulmates? Is there something about this story we don't know? I'm sorry, I'm sure that's all fascinating, but can I see if he wants to buy one of my planes? He can't, he has no money. How much does it cost? Is it free? I mean, it, not not necessarily free, but maybe we could give you one for free and then you could help market it. See, see giving me one is just like free, so I can I can do that and I can fly it real good. I mean, we have like 200,000 of them that were well, in part of the lawsuit. Of, that's There's a lot of fault. You're in a lawsuit? Well, yes, because when they're flying off the shelves and hitting people, people are going to sue you. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize they'd be that litigious. I least. thought you Googled things and you had all the information on your paper. I don't have all this information. This is part of the story that we didn't know. I'm glad that we're getting it out. Well, I'm, I'm, sorry I'm glad you're so happy at my misfortune. I don't... Well, it sounds like you're about to make a fortune with little Tyler. And I'm going to make a fortune with the kids who don't have any money? Yeah, you just said you're going to give him a suitcase and he's going to go market it for you. In Ty- fact, how about we just test it out and see if it's attractive or not? Like, All right, it, Tyler, climb up on the roof. I'm going to go get one of the luggages out of my car. Great, and uh, I'd love to hear how this goes. So... In 1987, Robert Plath started that company, Travel Pro International, which we just heard that Steve was a part of. Oh, no, I can hear them up there. Oh, God. Wait, can I do that? Just hold on. I'm going to toss it up to you. No, 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 no. One, two, three. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, no. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to go ahead and head out. (laughs) I think Steve's going to be suffering a lot of lawsuits and not... Hey, man, it's me, Bernard, man. You simply fell off the roof or what? Uh, I am not obliged to tell you anything that isn't accompanied by a lawyer asking me. So I'm going to go ahead and just deny I heard anything. Right, man. But I'm I definitely, gonna... a little, a child, I think, uh, uh, fell off the roof. Dang. Yeah, trying to market uh, your competition suitcase, the rollerboard suitcase, uh, the, the faulty ones. So it might be a good thing for you. Maybe. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like I just woke up. <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for still being here, Bernard. You know what? We didn't hear from Robert Plath at all, uh, but we did hear from his partner, Steve. And so, rollerboards took off, and then kind of the uh, Bernard Sato design went away, uh, but he still had that time for about 20 years where he was making Sweet Bank and I think he retired just fine off of all of that money from the, the luggage that glides from Macy's. And so that's really the story of rolling suitcases is that me need Bernard 
Trunk. What? Bernard? Me need big Bernard Trunk or medium size Trunk. <laughs> oh, the one that surely, the one the wheels came off of. Well, me, God drop kid from sky and he die. <laughs> oh, me want to bury him in Trunk. That doesn't sound like a caveman culture to me. I mean, uh, excuse me, could you perhaps uh, fit uh, Travis in the trunk as well? <laughs> oh, no. Me also find old man dead. Oh, God, J.C. Penny. Are we just going to triple bury them in Shirlene <laughs> Sato's old trunk? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's right. I, I think that it might be in, in Bernard's truck or something in the parking lot. We can find that. And that's the story of how wheels got added to luggage. How convenient. What a wonderful thing. Uh, airlines got cheaper. People carried their own suitcases. And a couple of different innovators created rolling luggage. And that is Distraction Podcast. Yay. Thank you tonight to John Colby, uh, to Aaron Stillerman, and for the live scoring. Paige Scott over there on the piano. So beautiful. So wonderful. And we will see you next time, next week, on Distraction. Bye-bye. Distraction. 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 Red Curve. Red Curve Comedy Network.